What up, people? It is Wednesday, September 19th. My name is B. Hill, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast. Um, the first thing I want to do is talk about a couple of things that came across my timeline the past couple of days. And my question is, why is this news? Um, a lot of social media uh, news reports it's just you wonder why certain things make the news and why it's such a big headline the first thing in my why is this news segment is yesterday i think it was it came out that someone that used to work for sesame street claims that bird and ernie are gay who gives a damn this has to be one of the stupidest things i've ever seen in my life i have no idea why this is news who cares I grew up on Bird and Ernie. I never thought about an orientation for them. Why does it matter either way? Because I've watched Sesame Street. I grew up on Sesame Street. I know a lot of people did from years ago. And I grew up, I was born in 74. So I've been watching Sesame Street for a long time. Not once did I ever see them banging on Sesame Street. So what difference does it make? This is just stupid for this to even be a headline. Uh, the second thing is, I saw a headline that Kylie Jenner had milk with her cereal for the first time. Who gives a damn? Why is this news? Who cares? You know, you would think with these two headlines that um, there's a shortage in topics to discuss that are more important. I think having a potential Supreme Court justice that's accused of sexual assault, that's a little more... uh, relevant or important than Kylie Jenner having milk with her cereal for the first time and Bird and Ernie being gay. This is just stupid. So a lot of times I blame the media for blowing things out of proportion. Um, And then when you read the comments on the Bird and Ernie story, you start looking at some of the comments and people are actually upset about this nonsense. It's just, who cares, man? Just let stuff go. This is just so stupid. And people who have the nerve to comment and be mad, Get a life. Grow the hell up. Find something to do. Get a hobby or something. Stay out social media because you're stupid. And that's my opinion because that's why this is the Just My Opinion podcast. And if you're mad over something like that, also, and now I'm veering off topic, but people who get mad at uh, Idris Elba, they said, was going to be the next James Bond. If you're mad about that, you're dumb as hell. Get a life. If you're mad because there was a black person in the uh, Star Wars trailer that upset you, you're a racist, get a life. But anyway, back to my why is this news segment. I'm just, I'm sick and tired of the media uh, hyping up these non-stories. Both of these, Kylie Jenner and Burton Ernie, these are non-stories. Uh, it, it's just ridiculous. Um, I guess next, I want to say I've been binge watching on Hulu this show called 90 Day Fiance. It has to be, has to be one of the best shows I've ever watched in my life. Uh, and I'm, I'm hooked on it. So I'm going to catch up and watch every season. I'm on season two right now. I actually just finished season two today. Uh, it is interesting. It's intriguing. The premise of the show is someone that lives in the United States meet somebody from another country, they get engaged and want to bring them 
to the United States on a K-1 fiance visa. And with that visa, you have to be married within 90 days. So it's showing these, it's following these people as they go through the process of the person from the other country trying to assimilate to the United States, uh, meeting their fiancés, families, uh, and kids in some cases, and how that's going to work out. And in some of these cases, you can just tell these people over here just to be citizens. Uh, there's no real love between them. Well, I can't say that that's just the way it appears or that's the way it was edited because there was one couple from season two. There's no way in hell they're going to last. Absolutely not. She's a 45-year-old woman. Um, he's a 23, 24-year-old dude from, I think he was from Tunisia. And she brought him over here. She doesn't have a job. She has three kids. It's like, who wants to be in that environment? But it, it's an interesting show. Um, I highly recommend it if you get a chance to watch it. Uh, I'm intrigued by how naive a lot of these people are um, with marriage. But this goes to the same with Married at First Sight. There's no way I would do that. Uh, you know, some people have talked about they don't believe in gay marriage. Personally, I don't care either way. It doesn't affect my house. But I would rather two people that actually love each other get married than two people that meet for the first time and they get married. They meet at the altar for the first time and they get married. To me, that's what's making a mockery of marriage. Not two people that are actually in love with each other that want to be with each other. But uh, married at first sight, to me, in my opinion, it makes a mockery of marriage because there's no way you know, you should meet somebody at the altar and just go ahead and marry them. You don't know anything about them. I think that's ridiculous. But that's the reality television uh, cycle that we're in now. Uh, everything is kind of for shock value. Uh, that goes to, like, the bachelor, the bachelorette, all of this nonsense. I mean, who wants to be with somebody who's dating 20 other people at the same time? And you're competing for their attention. But I digress. Uh, on another note... I'm glad that football has started. Um, my fantasy football team in my particular league that I'm the commissioner of, I'm 2-0. In my boys' league, I'm 1-1, one one, uh, but making a, a nice little comeback. And it's been some really interesting games over the past couple of weeks. Uh, some, really, some huge surprises for me. Uh, the way Ryan Fitzpatrick is playing for Tampa Bay, uh, I'm amazed at that. Uh, also, Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes for Kansas City, he's killing it. And he's killing it on the fantasy football circuit too. But just the way he's playing is, he's playing out of his mind. So I'm really interested to see how the rest of the season is going to play out. There have already been a few key injuries, um, but it's been good so far. And I feel bad for Minnesota's kicker who got cut. I think on Monday because he missed three field goals and one was a game winner in overtime from like 35, 36 yards, which now is an extra point pretty much. So I knew he was going to get cut. Um, my hometown Dallas Cowboys, they beat the Giants, but, you know, I, I don't have any faith in them because the wide receivers are still unproven. Um, and with that, Defense has stacked the box against Zeke. I don't think Zeke has had, you know, 60 or 70 yards in either game yet. 
So hopefully they'll get it together. But I'm not expecting a whole lot from them uh, so far. And also, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I don't know what's going on with them. They got so much drama going on in their organization. Le'Veon Bell still hadn't come because he didn't want to sign the franchise tag. He wants an extension. Uh, Antonio Brown, he didn't show up to a meeting after Monday's uh, on Monday's meeting. And a lot of people are saying that Mike Tomlin has lost the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, I could care less. I'm not a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Actually, I despise the Steelers. And part of that is because my ex-girlfriend was a huge Steelers fan and she didn't even know why. Um, yeah, that's a whole nother story I'll go into another time. But I'm not a Steelers fan, but I'm just surprised at how the organization has seemed to have gone down. Um, also, Cleveland Browns, I think they have a really bright future. So I'm looking forward to watching them, especially when they start Baker Mayfield, which probably will be in the next couple of weeks, I would think. Um, Tyrod Taylor's doing a pretty good job managing the team. But Baker Mayfield is the future of that team, so I'm interested for them to go ahead and get him in to see what he can do. And I think they're going to have a few wins this season, so looking forward to that. Uh, before I get out of here, I just wanted to touch on one other thing. Uh, the Botham John killing, that's the, the 26-year-old black guy that got killed by the police officer here in Dallas. Um, that is still going on here. There still hasn't been um, any movement. Uh, the last thing that was reported, you know, they had issued a search warrant and searched his apartment and found like a, a misdemeanor amount of marijuana, so they say. Uh, I mean, in all honesty, the way every, that investigation has been going, it could have very well been planted just to tarnish his name. And they released that information about the marijuana on the same day as his funeral. Um, this dude seems to have been an upstanding citizen, very active in his church, good job, you know, friends, family, everybody loved him. So it kind of seems like they were looking for something to try to tarnish his name because at this point, we've heard absolutely nothing negative about the police officer that shot him. Uh, and to this point, I don't even think they've searched her apartment. So why would you get a search warrant to search a dead man's apartment? and not the murderers themselves. Um, and that brings me to a point, I had made a post on Facebook the other day, and as when they start releasing information about finding weed in his apartment, um, I made a post that said, anybody who thinks this is okay, that this man, innocent man was shot in his own apartment by an intruder, and now, they're trying to smear his name by saying that they found weed. I mean, that was a huge headline here in the local media um, that they found a small amount of weed in his apartment. If you're okay with that, delete me as a friend off of social media because to me that means if I was the victim and they were trying to smear my name, you would not defend me. And I don't need people like that in my life, especially if you know me, if you know my character and somebody was trying to smear my name and smear my character, and you would not defend me, um, we don't need to be friends. And I wouldn't consider you a friend because all of my friends that I know are true friends, and I know I have quite a few of them, but they would defend me no matter what. I mean, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but they know my character, they know me, they know the kind of person I am, they would defend my name. Um, and I actually had a few people delete me 
and that's cool because obviously that means we weren't friends anyway. So I'm definitely okay with that. But a lot of people, a lot of my friends that definitely stepped up and they're like, of course we would defend your name. We know you, you know, but it's just, it's a shame that's how the media portrays uh, minorities when they're killed. He was an innocent guy at home. And that brings me to another point. I had an um, a interesting conversation with a lady on Facebook. A friend of mine had posted something about, uh, you know, you love your guns, you love your flag, you love your country. Uh, and you say, you know, everyone's created equally. But when something like this happens, this young man, innocent young man gets shot, you don't say anything. Um, and a lady responded. And it's just interesting to see different perspective. To me, this particular situation is open and shut case. Um, he is the victim. She is the murderer. To me, that's plain and simple. But this particular lady was defending the police officer saying that, oh, she had just worked a 15-hour shift, that she was tired, that she just made a mistake. And my response to that was she went to an apartment with a bright red mat in front of the door. She didn't have a mat in front of her door. To me, that's a clear indication that's not your apartment. You know, and to me, that's the bottom line. But she went on to say that, um, again, defending the officer, saying that she was tired. And if it was me, you know, I would have been tired, too. But I've, I've been tired a lot and have driven home, but I still come to the right place. I live in the apartment. I've always come to the right place. I've never gone to the wrong place. And if it was anybody else you know, that went to the wrong place and accidentally shot somebody, we would still be in jail right now. We wouldn't have been walking free for three days to have given us time to get the money to uh, make bail and also time to get a lawyer. We would have been arrested immediately. But then uh, she went on to say, you know, I said, well, just imagine if that was one of your loved ones that was shot and killed, you would still have that same energy you still just chalk it up to a mistake. And her response to that was, well, maybe if he would have responded back when she yelled commands, he would still be alive. So again, we're blaming the victim for him being dead. You should not have to respond to an intruder in your house giving you commands. That's not how this works. And she just kept saying, well, if somebody was in my house, I would tell them to get out because this is my house and they, not, they don't belong. And None of it made any sense to me, but I was respectful. It was, it was a peaceful conversation, and it's always interesting to get another perspective and see how they think. Um, of course, I'm not a fan of the dude in the White House, and I can guarantee you she voted for the dude in the White House because when you when I hit her with facts, I came back with facts, she couldn't defend them. She could not defend her position, and she avoided all of the facts I gave her. Um, you know, for instance, they keep saying that the door was open. Multiple people have posted videos from that very complex showing how the doors are like um, hotel doors and they kind of slam shut. And even if you gently lay, let the door go, it's going to automatically close. So something would have had to be in between the door and the door jam for it to be open. And nothing like that was found or even said. But she just automatically believes everything this officer said. And when I pointed out that, that was the officer's second statement, which totally was contradicts her initial statement because he had time to gain an attorney and they concocted this ridiculous story. But she just defended the officer and it, it just amazes me 
at even when you give people facts. Common sense doesn't even weigh in with these people. And I just respectfully said, you know, we can agree to disagree, but that's literally how people think. People that people are defending this officer and not even thinking about the victim and his family. And again, I noticed that with a lot of these type of people and this rationale and thinking, if it doesn't affect them, they don't care. I guarantee you, if this was their family member, their loved ones, they would have a whole different energy about it. But because it doesn't affect them and something like that is very unlikely to happen to them, um, they, they won't get it. So, you know, I just... I have to let it go and just keep praying that everything is going to be okay uh, because there's no rationalizing with, with certain people and their thought process. Alright, well, last thing for today is my verbal middle finger and this goes to the five people that were caught shoplifting from Dollar General during Hurricane Florence, uh, I think it was in North Carolina, to be so um, opportunistic. And I, the way it looked, they weren't doing it out of necessity. They were doing it out of greed and being stupid. So those idiots, you get the rebel middle finger this week, get a job. There are people out there that's really a need. I don't think you are those people. I think you'll be very opportunistic. So uh, that's my opinion. Uh, that's it for this week. Until next time, peace. Be blessed.